Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. Today, we are going to address something that I hear a lot, and that is, Sophia, I need to grow my following because I need a client. Hard truth here. If you are in desperate need of a client, do not put all your effort into growing your social media audience, thinking that's the ticket to a full roster, especially ASAP, meaning as soon as possible. (laughs) The importance here is to recognize that I'm not saying you can't get clients on social media. I'm just saying, if you're saying, I need a client tomorrow, like the fastest way, I am not going to tell you to grow, to focus on growing your social media following. So today I want to talk about a couple of things I would do if you're trying to get a client tomorrow or in a week from now or whatever it might be. Okay. So we'll dive into a few ways there. And then I'm going to share when you should be putting your energy into growing your following so that we can just get really clear on our efforts, right? And make sure we're not wasting our time and energy. Okay. So first things first, what do I do? Or I, I don't work like this anymore, but when I was working one-on-one with people, These are the things I would do when I wanted a client fast. The first one, I hope this one's an obvious one. I think a lot of people avoid doing this, but I actually think this is truly the fastest way to get clients. And that is to leverage referrals. We actually have a podcast episode from my dear friend and former business coach, Dallas Travers. I can't remember what number it is, but it's, you know, maybe 10 episodes ago whenever you listen to this maybe 15. I don't know. I shouldn't have given you a number because I really have no idea. (laughs) But if you just scroll through and find Dallas Travers, she helps us set up a referral marketing funnel. She's really awesome at what she does. And she's really the one who kind of taught me the, the importance of referrals way back in the day. Since then, like you can leverage referrals in a couple different ways. You can reach out to your network now and ask, Hey, this is who I'm like, this is who I help. Do you know someone? Or you can put a system in place where, you know, for us, when I was doing working one-on-one, like at the three month mark, I would, um, basically send an email to my, you know, client who had been working with me for three months and just say, hi, I love working with you. If I could have more people like you in my roster, I would be such a happy camper. So I wanted to know, do you know anyone that I could help? Like, do you know anyone who is struggling with social media like you were when we first started working together? And would you feel comfortable, you know, sharing my name with them? Right. So the first things first is just literally ask, like tapping into your network, asking people or letting them know that you're looking for clients. Cause sometimes people don't even realize we make this assumption that everyone knows to refer people to us, but actually in my experience, that is not true at all. People sometimes assume because we don't talk about looking for clients that we're full or that we're not looking or that we're, we just have this long stream of clients tapping at our door. So it's really good to provide structure for how people can give you referrals if you are looking for referrals. So the first thing is I tap into my referrals and I'm not going to spend so much time diving into that right now. I'm going to direct you to that episode with Dallas. And I'm also going to remind you that it is very smart to put a system in place in your current, like how you onboard your clients. When you bring a new client on board, I have a reminder on my calendar for the three month mark to check in with them 
to literally say, hi, how are you doing? Like, how is working with me, Ben? Is there anything I can do to improve your experience? Just like check in with them. This gives them so much value because they feel super taken care of. But if they reply being like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful I'm working with you. I have loved every minute of it. These are the results I'm seeing. I'm super excited. If they reply with that kind of an email, you have an opportunity to reply saying, I am thrilled. Thank you so much for sharing this with me. And just so you know, I am currently looking for clients. If you know anyone like you who is looking for results on film that you help people with, I would love if you introduce me to them because I want to help as many people as possible or however you want to word it. If you have some kind of a system like that in your already you know, built onboarding system, this is going to help remind you to keep staying in that effort of getting clients, right? Because like I said, this is the fastest way to get clients in my opinion. So you want to build a system around that on top of all the other things you're doing. Let this like run in the background or have your VA manage it, however it works. But I definitely recommend thinking about that. When's a good time to ask for referrals? Another great time to ask for referrals is if someone just spontaneously reaches out to you and says, I'm so happy with the work we're doing. Thanks so much, right? That's a great time to to also ask for a referral and just be like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful you shared that with me. I'm actually looking for clients or however you want to word it. So if you're looking for more information on building out a referral marketing funnel, I definitely refer you to that episode with Dallas. It's a good one. Okay. The next thing I do is I invite my email list. So I will write an email a hard sell email, one that is not providing value. That is not like in the PS I mentioned, Hey, by the way, I'm looking for clients. It's one where I'm like, hi, like I have two spots left in my roster. Here's what it looks like to work with me or here are the results that my clients see. If this is what you were trying to achieve, please reply to this email with the word info and I'll share more info or however you want to do it. That's typically how I do it because I like to have conversations with people. I've just learned from my data that when I can communicate with people and have conversations with people, I can, first of all, better support them, right? And and really deciding if, if we're a good fit or not. But also, like my conversion rate is just higher. So I'm just like, I'm just looking at the data. And that's why for me, I have them reply info so that I can answer their questions really clearly. I don't pressure them at all to work with me or anything like that. I'm just simply, you know, giving them energy and space to ask me the questions that they need to, and for me to give them the information that they're looking for. This is something that I've actually realized. We spend so much time providing value to our email list and not enough time selling. So for me, we have a reminder in my email platform to share a sales email every sixth email. For you, that might be every eighth email. It doesn't matter, but have it on your calendar so you do not forget to sell to your list because people need to know how to work with you. And like I said, if you are looking for a client as soon as possible, I have found that to be a much faster way to get clients than to just post on social media. Okay. The third thing that I do is I send a personal DM and this could also be an email, I guess, but I, I work a lot on social media. So I send a DM. I send a personal DM to the people I have relationships with who have expressed interest in working with me in the past, but didn't convert or I didn't have room for them. So for example, let's say I had a conversation with someone who was asking me questions and were considering working with me and they decided no for whatever reason, but like we're still on social media and we're still like, you know, interacting, even if we're not interacting, it doesn't matter. But like these should be people that you've had conversations with in the past that did not convert for whatever reason. 
Now you have space in your calendar. You have something going on. I would reach out to them and say something like, hi, friend, or whatever their name is. How are things going with your fill in the thing that they were working on, with getting clients on social media, with your weight loss journey, with your whatever the thing is, just follow up with them check in on them, see how they are doing, right? Now they, in that point, will reply and share. And if they're going great, cheer them on, celebrate them. Awesome. If they're not going great, maybe that's an opportunity to say, okay, no pressure. I just wanted you to know, like I have an, I have one unexpected spot in my new program. This is what it looks like. If you want to know more information, let me know. Or maybe someone didn't convert because the price point was too high. But now maybe you're selling a lower price point item. Maybe now you're opening a membership or an online course or something. Now you can reply, you can send them a message and say, Hey, I remember a couple months ago you were working on fill in the blank that you coach people on. And but the price point was too high for you. Totally get it. I want you to know we created a different offer to help people at more of a budget or however you want to word it. This is what it looks like. Do you want me to send you more information or do you want to hop on a call and see if it's a fit for you or whatever it might be? Again, this is for me, when people remember me like that, I truly feel seen. Like I feel remember. You might read that as when, as I'm explaining this, Ooh, doesn't that feel salesy? I don't think so. I have told you I have, I have a problem and I want to solve it. And you are remembering me months later and giving me another option or, or just checking in and seeing if it's a better time. Either way, I feel seen. I feel remembered. I don't feel like a stranger on the internet to you. I actually feel like someone that you care about, especially if you approach this without any pressure, but just as someone who's checking in with you. So for me, number three would be send a personal DM invitation, inviting people to start the conversation up again, if need be. The fourth thing I would do is I would go on my Instagram story and I would share an invitation with a clear call to action. So perhaps let's say you have two clients you want to work with this month. I would go onto your Instagram store and I would say, Hey, I have spots for two people to work with me this month. If you are looking to create some results, here are some examples of what we work on. And then I would share a couple of screenshots of people, you know, DMing you excited stories about, you know, what they've worked on or what they've accomplished that month or whatever it might be. Or you could just tell the story of an excited client or or a transformation that they created or whatever, you know. Again, you get creative in how you want to share. But the point is you're making it clear, I have two spots left. These are some people that have worked with me. This is what they are experiencing. Here's how to take the next step. Maybe that is write the word info in my question sticker and I will DM you. Maybe it's click this link to set up a free conversation where we can chat if this is a fit for you. Maybe it's email me at give your email, like whatever it is, just make it very clear how many people you have left, the deadline, if there is one, um, and, and share some, you know, screenshots of happy stories of success stories or however you want to look at it, make it clear what kinds of results people are working on and what kinds of results people are seeing. Okay. So of course there are many more ways to get clients. However, my point here is putting your effort into those four things are going to get you clients way faster than just focusing on growing your audience. Because I see too many coaches thinking the only way on social media to get clients is to grow their audience is to work on growing their audience for new people to discover them so that they'll want to work with them. Hard no. People say yes to you when they trust you. And growing your audience with new people who don't trust you yet because 
takes a while to, to build trust is the long way to see a conversion. Instead, we have to focus on how to tap into our warm lists. Our warm lists are the people that are already familiar with us. So again, to recap, that would be tapping into your network and asking for referrals, whether those are friends who know you well or are aware of the work that you do and might know someone, or whether those are current clients who are like, yeah, I'd love to spread the word about you to my friends, right? Those are all warm lists because they have some kind of relationship with you. The second one is to share a hard sell to your email list. Your email list, again, way warmer than your social media following because they had to hand over their email address to get on your email list. In other words, a conversion already happened, right? It wasn't a paid conversion, but it doesn't have to be. Their email list, them inviting you into their inbox where they do not want spam means more than them letting you post content on their feed sometimes. Okay, so the email list, way warmer than your social media following. Then the third thing I suggested that you do is send personal DMs. Take a look at who didn't convert if over the last year or whatever it might be. Message them personally, check in on how they're doing. If they're not doing well, now we have an opening for a way to start up the conversation again if it fits. And if they are doing well, you have an opportunity to, again, make them feel seen, cheer them on, and just be a friend. Either way, there is value for both you and them. And then the fourth one is to share clear Instagram story invitation with a clear call to action on your Instagram story. Now the Instagram story one that is still to your social media following. So that is still your colder audience. It's probably more likely that you're going to see, well, I guess it depends on the person. You might not see as many results from there as the others because it's a colder list. The point is though, you are putting yourself out there as someone looking for clients. You're making it very clear. I have space for clients. If you are want to work on this, here's what you do versus what we typically do, which is just post value, 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 and not really show up to sell. Okay. So those are four things just to recap, that would be great ways to show up to sell today. Then when you've secured a client, you can go back to your growth work because growing is not pointless. You just have to know when it needs to be your focus and when you need to focus on other things. So here's a quick cheat sheet to help you determine when it is time to grow. Number one, when you look at your followers and no one is in your ideal following. So just take a gander, right? Look at the people who are following you and scroll through them. Is no one in your ideal following? Like spend 15 minutes opening up accounts and just getting a sense. If no one is in your ideal following or it's like a bunch of friends and family and parents and all that stuff, maybe it is time to think about growth, right? When you've never focused on growth before, if you have just randomly grown, but you haven't actually done concentrated growth work, it's probably time to grow. What I mean by that is posting on social media is not growth work. Using hashtags, not growth work. Growth work is physically putting yourself in front of other audiences, not praying to God that the algorithm does it for you. And I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but it's pitching to podcasts. It's collaborating on Instagram reels. It's doing summits, pitching to summits, creating summits. It's actually creating an opportunity for you to get in front of new people. This requires you to put yourself out of your comfort zone, probably in a very big way if you've never done it before. So if you have never done growth work before and you've just focused on hopefully people finding you on social media, yeah, it's probably time to do growth work, especially if one day you want to sell courses or memberships or things like that. So again, number two, when you've never focused on growth work, Yes. Let's start thinking about growth this year. Number three, when you sell online courses and or memberships, kind of just alluded to that. If you are selling online courses and memberships, I definitely think you should be thinking about growth work all the time. 
Honestly, you should be doing something every single month to get in front of new audiences because it is a numbers game. Getting in front of as many people as possible so they are aware of your expertise and therefore aware when you are selling something, like that is super, super important. If you were just have a one-on-one client roster where you're just focusing on working with three or four people at a time or whatever it might be, you may or may not need to do growth work. It kind of depends on your roster and how full it is. But if you are doing an online course or membership, you need to be thinking about that all the time because people are always buying from you and then graduating because they're happy or canceling your membership because for whatever reason, it doesn't matter. But people are coming and going constantly. So we need to be thinking about growth all the time. So number three, when you sell online courses and or memberships, yes, you need to be thinking about growth. And the last one I wrote down, which is when you do not need to be thinking about growth is when you need a client as soon as possible. Show up on social media to be top of mind to the people that are already there. But your effort right now should be all about getting in front of people that can actually buy from you. And what I shared earlier in this episode for how to do that is going to be way better worth your time than doing all the growth stuff and hoping that someone's going to decide to buy from you. It's going to take longer, right? So if you need a client ASAP, do the referrals, sell to your email list, like really concentrate your efforts there. Pitch to communities where you're allowed to sell, like pitch webinar ideas to a community where you're allowed to sell at the end of the webinar, right? Do things like that so that you are pitching and selling a lot. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be selling to your email, uh, to your social media following. I'm not saying you shouldn't be following to your, oh my God, (laughs) I'm not saying you shouldn't be selling to your social media following or in your Instagram story, like hundred percent you should, but that effort is different than growth right? Growth takes a shit ton of time, a shit ton of time. If And like I said, if you need a client tomorrow, we need to find the short way to get the client, not the one that might take six months of nurturing. Okay. I hope that I've made my point here. Um, if you've got questions, feel free to shoot me a message over at Sophia Para on Instagram. And I can't wait to support you. I know this is a really stressful topic for some because this entire conversation, whether you're selling or growing requires you to put yourself out there in a way that maybe you have not before, but those are the efforts that really grow the business. Those are the efforts that really move the needle. And I'm really excited that you're here today because it probably means it's time to start thinking more strategically and to really be putting yourself out there in a bigger way. And you know what? I'm excited for you. I know that might be stressful, but I'm cheering you on. All right. I'll see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, You can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.